ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking Oh, wait, kids. Kids can listen to this. This is going to be a PG-13. What is it? PG-13? Sure. Is it 13 that you can't drop the F-bomb? One time. No, okay. One time. Okay, we'll save that towards the end. So that you, and we'll give a warning order. That's so right. You, you know, we'll let you know so you can tell the kids to hide their ears. Folks, thank you for taking the time out listening to the uh, Lazy Train Podcast Wrestling Edition. Nice. Um, this this is kind of an amalgamation of the original Lazy Train Podcast, which is a heavy metal podcast, and the Indie Ring, which was about a year ago where I was interviewing wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, and I'm going to do an introduction to my, to my, to my two cohorts here in just a few moments. But, uh, we, as we were in the, we were at a show an MPX two weekends out of like four, we were sitting there BSing about wrestling and it's like, you know what? I like the way this sounds. So we're going to go ahead and put that on audio for everybody in the world, all 8 billion people <laughs> who consume, because I know everybody listens to podcasts. I know not all of them listen to my podcast, but still, um, first of does. all, I have my friend and fellow wrestling aficionado, Josh. Hey, how's it going? You're supposed to say, Hey, there we go. Um, and my oldest son, the heir to my throne, my fortune, Jim. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, this is the first time I've had my opportunity to get my son on a podcast. Um, this is a prerequisite for him gaining keys to the kingdom. So right. he just didn't know that yet. <laughs> um, we're all wrestling fans. And, and, and I think, and I'd made mention before on the Indie Ring podcast, how back in the day, you know, in the nineties when during the, during the Monday night wars, uh, me and Jim and his younger brother, Matthew, we watched all the, pay-per-views from both of them we were switching between channels you know watching wrestling and and i grew up watching wrestling and it just so happens uh, how long ago about a month ago jim said hey listen me and josh are going to go watch mpx wrestling let's go so i went great the crazy thing is i had interviewed two or three of mpx's wrestlers about a year ago and i just never got a chance to go so that being said, we went to the show and we had a great time. And, I, and you know, had y'all been to an MPX show before? Uh, it's a good time. And and for anybody, you know, who wants just two hours of a good wrestling show, I enjoyed it. I don't know. I You know, I don't know. I've been to several of the indie promotions around here. Uh, one of them hasn't really been doing anything in better part of a year, right around WrestleMania time when it was here in Dallas. But I, I really like what MPX is doing. Yeah. I mean, for for twenty dollars, you can't beat it. You know, twenty dollars for two hours worth of entertainment. Uh, the place maybe seats like what seventy people. You know, pushing it, but for the space that they have and for the price that you pay, I mean. It's an awesome, awesome show that they're putting on. It's a really high level uh, show for um, the talent that they've got. It's great. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect the first time, and I've enjoyed it every time. It's. Good. I feel like each time has been more and more fun. Mm-hmm. And the, the, I think the fan involved that always improves the show when you yeah. have. I mean, because we're right there. Um, and I'm going to describe this, the, their arena, if you will, and you just go spend 20 bucks and watch it. Their ring is basically up against a wall 
and they have three sides left, right, and we'll call it the front. And it's, it's weird that it's not in the middle, but after that, like the first time you don't, I don't even think about the fact that it's not in the middle of the building. And they, they, and it's like the roof is like literally right there. Every time someone jumps off to do something, you're like, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. (laughs) But, you know, in, in, in like last week, or was it the week before last? Last week, the eight year old girl was losing her mind. And yeah, that was, that was, that was awesome. And we can't, we will, we're going to, we won't talk about a whole bunch of individual matches because we've seen two shows. The, the, The one match, that we really, really, really enjoyed was uh, was Brick and Exodus Prime. Exodus Prime, the final boss. The that final boss. That was that was a good yeah, match. Last that man was, standing. Yeah, I was tired watching it, and I literally did nothing. <laughs> no, that, like I think that's the crazy thing is like the quality of match that you're getting is so high level for like you walk into what is essentially a hole in the wall and i mean these guys put on like an absolute showstopper i mean they're in the crowd they're fighting over the chairs throwing each other over the barricades i think exodus prime came out with like a full metal captain america shield and i was like what what is happening (laughs) that was nuts that was great that was a different touch we can't put that on tv because you know there's some licensing that's right that's right like a pit bull on a ham bone but still (laughs) but no man just just to see that it was awesome so crazy yeah i like the um cooler spot exodus duck bricks head in a cooler and was smashing his head in the cooler (laughs) He, after the match, he was signing pieces of the table. I I've interviewed, I'm, I'm sure everybody who hears this podcast is, is listened to all the other stuff that I put out there. But we talked to Brick briefly. Two minutes into our conversation, you could tell he was beyond spent. I mean, I don't remember. I should have timed that match, but I want to say it was a good, what, 15, 20 minutes? Maybe? Yeah, it was solid. It went over 10. I mean, it past 10 o'clock. I remember that. I mean, he yeah. he did. And it didn't. I mean, they did, they wouldn't know a lot of breaks either. No. <laughs> Within the first five minutes, he did that moonsault off the apron. Yep. Right. there's a dude the size of a door frame doing a moonsault I mean, you know, and that's what's so shocking he's like what six two six three two fifty oh, two I seven. He's, he's north of 300 i think i saw on his facebook is he really oh my god the dude's just solid and to see him doing a backflip like oh it's crazy yeah yeah, they did. That was a good. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of good ma- shows that that. I mean, good a good matches that night. Not just uh-huh. I don't remember any of them that I was like, eh, uh-huh. I could have done without that. I don't remember sure. any of them. Yeah, because there's gonna be spots in there that you're like, Ugh, I kind of you know we kind of botched that spot or, you know, and and the, this is not a problem with just MPX. You know, they're they're waiting for the spot. You know, spit down, waiting a little bit longer than they're supposed to, and it looks kind of weird. You're like, oh, sure, what's going to happen? I mean, Jesus, these people are human beings, and hell, like I said I get tired watching them. I go home and I, I have to take a bath, and soak, in, you know, soak it up, because, take an ice bath, yeah, wore the hell out. But and I think, and I don't think a lot of people give indies, um, 
as much they need they need to give them more credit than they get um sure. and there's not you know we, we we have discussed briefly earlier today yes we've been going to mpx we went there twice i've interviewed several of their wrestlers um and ernie their owner i, I emailed him i'm going to do some advertising with him but they're not the only promotions around here I mean, the the perfect, you know, it's $10 an hour to sit there and let's be honest, mm-hmm. be able to talk smack to people who can't do anything <laughs> to you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always fun. I think so. I mean, yeah. the other, the flip side of them is meeting you in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. You had something to say in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think you're right. And I think like, like you said, giving them the credit that they deserve, you know, like the, a lot of the main promotion guys, WWE, AEW, you know, they talk about the travel schedule and how hard it is being on the road, things like that. But, you know, we were talking to Brick after the first match that we saw and he was like, yeah, I'm going to hop in my car and drive to Austin tonight. And then after that, like the next night he's going to be in Houston. And I mean, it's just as grueling for them. And I mean, they're working in places people have never seen never heard of and and you know they they really don't get the um the credit that they deserve for putting on the uh, level of show that they're putting on and it it it, it harkens back to the territory days absolutely you know back in the 70s and 80s when guys were just literally just piling in a car and just driving to the next show driving to the next show driving to the next show and Unlike these, these guys are going to five different promotions. You know, they're going to go fight yeah. this guy. He's a champion in this this promotion, and he's a tag team guy over here. You know, those guys. I remember listening to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat talk about, and I don't remember who he was. I don't know. I don't think it was the Stone Cold podcast, but he talked about how he would, you know, thirty seven or thirty eight straight days he wrestled the same match with the same person and it wasn't brian pillman i i'm i'm, I'm having a problem I, I don't remember who it was but i mean they would make they would do that exact same match 30 something days you know i mean and how like, do you keep that fresh you know like how do you do well, that you how know, do you like do the same spot over and over and over again well you know, that's before the internet so nobody knew you know nobody's gonna say well i saw that on youtube the other day no you didn't right. because it wasn't <laughs> YouTube. you were the two you were the only right. one and you would only see the stuff like i grew up in the, in georgia and we had three wrestling shows it was, it was georgia championship wrestling florida championship wrestling and there was like a wrap-up show kind of like a nwa kind of a thing uh-huh. and they would show brief snippets from the different matches you would never get to see the whole thing like that's back when harley race and rick flair right. were always fighting for the championship dusty Rhodes and those guys mm. and they would show you like two minutes of a match you're like because there was no there was no it wasn't in the newspapers and it didn't you would not know until you watched that saturday show what happened Right. You know, you just wouldn't know that, oh, man, Dusty finally beat him. And then, you know, the next night he lost the belt right back to Ric Flair. And it's like, oh. <laughs> Haven't even had a chance to celebrate this one. <laughs> you know, because then they would show it. And it's just like, that's the only way you knew. And I think that's, to me, that's kind of killed some of the some of the coolness of wrestling. I mean, because mm-hmm. I was a mark. I was a mark from Jump Street. And... um I really, 
didn't become unmarked, if you will, <laughs> until uh, my step, my my dad. We had a dirt track car and the security uh, race car, and the security at Albany Speedway was a retired wrestler. Uh-huh. He's like six foot six. He was a jobber. He'd tell you in a hot second what he did, but he had the million. Oh yeah. From, from, yeah, from, yeah. from, from drawing color yep. and, you know, and, and, and my dad told me to talk to him and he told me crushed my soul. It's like finding out that, that Santa Claus and the Easter bunny all at the same time were just yep. BS. And I was just like, what? Yeah. Skandar Akbar's what? He's from Idaho. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I think that that like having the 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 wool pulled out from over your eyes or whatever it is, um, they, like you said, it really is like finding out that Santa's not real or the Easter Bunny's not real because you buy like from a young age you buy into it and you're like these guys are like superheroes and then you realize oh all these guys are just traveling together eating dinner they don't really hate each other they all like yeah. you know really like each other or like oh no these two guys who actually work together all the time actually really hate each other's guts <laughs> you're like oh what's <laughs> happening so. yeah. yeah and i i think you're talking about not knowing things it's like getting back into wrestling i was getting a bunch of like dirt sheet stuff in my facebook feed out of nowhere and that's kind of what got me into wrestling and now i'm like i want less dirt sheet stuff because i want to be surprised <laughs> like <laughs> i i don't want to know who's going where or like the who's that surprise showing it's like i want to be surprised i want to i want to be surp- that surprise showing on on raw or on dynamite or whatever yeah and that's true. I, I want, I mean, you already, and, and that kind of leads us into what our, our second topic of discussion is going to be is wrestlers changing promotions. There's been a lot of that. And there has been since AEW come on the scene a number of years ago. There's been a lot of, mostly from the WWF, WWE, Dan, oh, your mom is pulling for, oh, for, for, for Texas. <laughs> And I can hear her in there <laughs> hollering, and I'm gonna have to go out there and taser. I think. Um, <laughs> Pull a Scott um, Hall, just give her a <laughs> solid one. <laughs> Get that that stun stick. Um, That's right. You know, it, it's a lot more because WWE has been definitely releasing a lot of wrestlers, and I've mm-hmm. and I've and I've heard that this is that the last few weeks that they've released some, and that there's going to be another round coming up in the near future once that new ownership group takes effect and they kind of figure out what they're what they're going to do i but, mean they're up know, to what 22 it, now i mean i think at the last list i saw it was like close to, to say, 22 yeah. guys and then not even guys, yeah, i mean one, emma and a couple of other divas have been released or, or uh, women have been released as well so yeah, yeah that i don't number think is they considered edge up. a release because i think they just didn't resign edge right I just don't oh, yeah. I think his contract expired. Yeah. Did they did you read the statement that Edge put out on his I think it was Twitter or Instagram or whatever? Edge had a lot to say about it and essentially it boiled down to he he had a lot of things that he still wanted to do. And mm-hmm. WWE was like, you know, we want to keep you on kind of a part time basis, like ten matches a year type thing. And, you know, he was like, that's not what I want to do. And they're like, Well, we don't want you any more than that. And so he's like, Okay, well, I'll just go <laughs> I'll go somewhere else and I'll wrestle, you know, because he's he I mean, Edge still has a lot in the tank, you know. It's not like someone like yeah. 
Flair, who, you know, is, I mean, God, wrestling himself into the grave. But Edge, I mean, Edge can still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Edge can still go, and Edge can still go at a really, really high level. Um, so I think it's it's good for him to move over there where he's going to be be able to, to feud with some guys that are familiar to him, but also some guys that he's never wrestled before or had an opportunity to. I mean, you, I'm wondering how long before we see Gangrel show up and there's going to be like a, a bro, a brood reunion. Oh you know, man. That would be that brood oh, entrance. Love it. That be nice. yeah. That's one of the best ever. Oh yeah. I don't care what oh. anybody says. That was, oh. Those so good. Whether you Dude. liked him or not, did not matter. That entrance was, was on point. The entrance was great, but then just like in the middle of the match, the lights going off and coming on and someone's just covered in blood and you're like all the bloodbath and stuff. You're like, what, what is this? <laughs> like, I remember 10-year-old me being like, oh my God, like blowing my mind. <laughs> These vampires are going to kill this guy. <laughs> I'm going to vampires on a wrestling show. Exactly. Vampires first become wrestlers. Were they wrestlers and then became vampires? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> but man, I just remember being blown away. That would be nuts to see Gangrel over in AEW. Oh, oh, you just went ahead at 15 seconds in front of Texas. Let's listen to see if your mom throws something against you. <laughs> um, you know, in 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 part of the and and you know, we got to see the Hardy Boys take on the Young Bucks. Now, granted, this wasn't the Hardy Boys from 20 years ago, right? But you know. Jeff Star- Jeff Hardy can still kind of sort of go a little bit. He's still doing that that what is that twist of fate thing that's still pretty badass yeah. looking if you ask me. Matt Hardy, maybe he should be thinking about retiring a little bit, but you know what? They 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 they're still the Hardy boys. And watching them against the Young Bucks, I really wanted that match to be a lot better than it was, but it wasn't bad. It was still pretty good considering Matt and Jeff Hardy like are 112 years old collectively. So I'm gonna... <laughs> and still dressing out of the bargain bin and Hot Topic, man. Just, you know, yeah, killing kill it. Yeah, yeah, that is not, not, not wrong. But no, I, I still think, remember I think one of the – no, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Well, I think the, the thing is, is like those, those – um, like those matches, those dream matches, you know, it's like Hardy Boys versus the Young Bucks. And then you get things like Kenny Omega and, and um, Chris Jericho. And now you might see someone like MJF versus Adam Copeland. Now I can't call him Edge because he's not in WWE yeah. anymore. Adam yeah, Copeland, yeah. you know, um, but just these matches of just like, man, you never thought you'd see these guys together. And now here they are. And you're like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, even if it's not and like... And they're in a promotion that's going to let them kind of sort of do what they want to do. Cause oh, AEW, they're going to let them cook for sure. Them, they, yeah, they, yeah for that, without a doubt. And, and we're going to see yeah. Edge and Christian together. It's not going to be right now. It might be a year from now. I mean, that's why, that's, that's why Brian Danielson left. One mm-hmm. of the reasons why he wanted to go to New Japan. He wanted to do all these things, and he was never going to be able to do it in WWE. And this isn't an opportunity. We're not digging on WWE. I mean, they make a good product. The only problem I have with WWE personally is that they just recycle the same thing. And every once in a while, they're like what Mr. Knight, he's in there now. Uh But for the most, I mean, they're going to have the bloodline's going to have a hundred people in it. (laughs) And they're going to take up two rings, you know, and it's like they're beating that horse to death. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys. Maybe you guys. You, 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 I don't know. Are you, you're not WWE marks, are you? I'm 
I'm I'm kind of over the bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> You're undecided as well. No, like I think it it like when Sami Zayn like I got back into wrestling like kind of at the crescendo of the Sami Zayn story of the bloodline. And then I think after he left it's kind of stagnated some. And then Jay leaving has been good. I've I've what I've seen of main event Jay Uso I like. What they're doing with Jimmy Uso, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like, he wants to be back in the bloodline. Did we now? think that the, did we think that the Sami Zayn thing was going to end any other way than what it did? I mean, we knew they were going to turn on him eventually, right? Well, he well, turned he... on them. Yep. Because he he got tired well, of seeing way. Roman's manipulation and stuff. Yeah. Right, but either way, we knew yeah. it was one way or the other. Was, that wasn't going to be a real thing. And, and I understand storylines. I completely get that. I'm just burned out on the whole bloodline thing. I'm tired of Roman Reigns as a champion. That's fair. I still think, and we discussed this in the parking lot, that Cody should have won. You can, you can I think a lot of wrestling fans are there. <laughs> yes, and, 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 and Triple H is, well, the story is still being written. Shut up. <laughs> you let, you're a, you're, you're, you're a heel guy. You let your heel champion win. There had been no better story on any WrestleMania that would be in the top three that he beat Roman Reigns, his first headline in WrestleMania. Yeah. I can't, I mean, that would have just been. Yeah. But it'd have been nuts. It'd have been crazy. Especially, I mean, the whole like finish the story, you know, like, like coming back after leaving and, you know, especially all the gimmicks that they had him go through in his first run, you know, like the, the stardust nonsense and doing the the legacy thing with, uh, Oh, DiBiase's kid, and I mean all that stuff. I mean, there there was just all of these bad yeah, things that, that they were rough. doing with Cody Rhodes, and for him to go and be successful and come yeah. back, and then to, for him to win would have just been—I mean, the the roof would have blown off the joint. Yeah. Although I don't think there was a roof. <laughs> that, that, that would have been that, <laughs> that would have been the best. That would have that would have been that was the play to me, and you could have done it. A week later, you could have had him lose the belt right back again by him cheating, by Roman cheating. Because I don't like sure. the way we're, we're, we're supposed to believe that Roman's the best champion, but how many clean wins has he had? Right. <laughs> I mean, he had that, he won that triple thing, that triple threat deal with Brian Danielson's last match. And what's his name was in there? Was it Edge? I think it might have been. It was Edge, wasn't uh-huh. it? They did that uh-huh. triple threat and he did that concerto thing. He beat both of those guys. That was probably, but that was really can't say because they both, all three of them were beat. Yeah. I put that in there so he'll remember. Maybe <laughs> he'll clean that up. But anyway, yeah, and, and, and you know, see, folks, this is this is the this is, these are the takes that you're going to get for free. You don't have to pay anything for this podcast, <laughs> That's right? Now, if you want to send money, I can. We can. There'll be a link somewhere. I don't know. Um, but the the what well, this this led from something else. But we were talking about how the negativity towards Edge moving over to to to, to AEW, how people are just losing their absolute minds, and now they're thinking, you know, there's there's been word that Dolph Ziggler might move over there. 
he, I mean, why Dolph not? Ziggler said something. That, well, I mean, you know, he said something about you know he wants to do some other stuff. So he might, I could see, I could see him maybe going to New Japan for a little while, sure, or maybe, you know, but how long was that dude in WWE? I mean, he got there when he was like years. twelve, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's well, been the there thing forever. Is former world champion, former tag team champion. I think he was Intercontinental or U.S. champion. I mean. Ziggler ain't no scrub you know he's not some slouch in the ring the guy can go but he's not the prototypical big guy you know and neither is Edge Um, neither is someone like Jericho you know but these are guys who have been successful and have a, a pretty high level of success in WWE that they're just cutting loose because they don't have a place for them um but yeah I think Ziggler would be great over in AEW or New Japan you know why not I can see. It. I think I, I can. See. Edge had a uh, said a really good thing on on that whole Twitter thing too, where he was talking about all the animosity and the anger toward him going, and he brought up the whole he he doesn't understand the fans who are playing favorites. Like, oh, I only watch WWE. I don't watch AEW, or I only watch AEW. I don't watch WWE. And he's like, competition's good. <laughs> you know, it's good to have these yeah, big promotions doubt. like this, you know, like it all harkens back to, you know, the WCW versus WWF or, you know, back in the day, you know, wars. when yes. you have two big promotions that are fighting against one another, I mean, it makes it's, sense. it's only good for wrestling fans. I think MJF yeah. said something. And, and, and that too. was, yeah. Who did? Oh, MJF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's like, he's we're, he's like, we're watching, WWE and rooting for those guys, and they're doing the yeah. same. Like we, we're, we're all good. <laughs> yeah, I listen. Right. I listen to um, uh, What Culture podcast a lot, mm-hmm. and they talk their wrestling podcast. And 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 Simon Miller, who I personally met and shook his hand, a uh, friend of mine, um, <laughs> he said something. He says it a lot that you know competition is good. You know, he says I want all wrestling promotions to do well. He says, uh-huh. I want every indie. He says, I want AEW, w, Impact. I want all these wrestling promotions to do well. And I don't know why you wouldn't want. I don't know. I can't think of a reason why you, besides just being a jerk and being an asshole, why yeah. you wouldn't want AEW to succeed, why you wouldn't want Impact to, to, to grow. And there's rumors that, that, that um, Tony Khan's getting ready to buy another promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard about it briefly somewhere the other day and, the speculation is, what do you think he's going to buy? Well, I mean, what else? I mean, there's tons of, uh, if, if you buy Impact, you've got all that stuff when they were, um, what was that? TNA. What was it? TNA, yeah. Which yep. is, there's some bad wrestling in TNA. There's some bad wrestling, but there are some cool gimmicks, like some cool match gimmicks, <laughs> like that, that Ultimate X match. I was like, I don't understand how it works. <laughs> the only one I remember was like the AJ Styles versus, uh, Oh God, Christopher! What's his name? I can't even remember now. But I mean, Daniels? there were some. Say that again. Is it Christopher? Dan- Christopher Daniels? Is that Christopher him? Daniels? It yeah, it was AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and I just remember like, I have no idea what's happening. I don't understand the rules, <laughs> but this is <laughs> blowing my mind. <laughs> like, there's a briefcase up there, and there's ropes up there, and <laughs> but I mean, there's some cool stuff. <laughs> I banged my microphone arm. Um, and, and I think that's what, as a wrestling fan, you remember, I mean, because I, I remember going into, we had a, we had stores back home called Swanee Swifties. They were like, a, they were knockoff versions of 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. 
and they had those rest pro wrestling illustrated magazines in there. And yep. I remember, I mean, I mean, you talk about this is the seventies and they would be, you know, dusty roads be busted open <laughs> and there'd be all those, I mean, half the covers were nothing but people bleeding the shit out of them. And I remember seeing Magnum TA the first time I remember seeing Magnum cause he was a good looking dude. You know, he's a good looking seventies, uh-huh. eighties dude, you know, he was busted open and there's just blood all over the mat. And I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me scrap together my 59 cents to buy this magazine. Or I, Oh, wait a minute. I can just stand here and read the whole thing and nobody gives a flip. That's right. But anyway, I mean, but I mean, you know, that's just, I just remember the, the, the visceral watching dusty roads win. I remember watching that video of him running the first time he won the championship or something like that. And, uh-huh. you know, I was a huge Tommy wild by rich fan. I mean, blonde Southern kid. I was a blonde Southern kid, not near as big as he is. And he had prettier hair, but I just remember <laughs> I was a huge mark for him. And, you know, it's just like the reason why I like star Wars. That was the first movie I saw by myself. My mom literally uh-huh. dropped me off at the movie theater. I was 10 years old. And here's this, farm kid blonde i was like wait a minute i'm a farm kid <laughs> that, that's me <laughs> but you know but see but i think that's but but wrestling's like a lot of other things i mean good gimmicks is because we identify with something for it or yeah. it reminds us of something and i think me personally i think that's the reason why i've been enjoying aew a lot because it reminds me of what i used to grow up mm-hmm. so yeah we had talked through that 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 grittiness to AEW that WWE didn't like WWE is so polished like I haven't been oh yeah like I remember you and I were watching a show Jim and and I just like I I had a a a way that I thought it was going to be presented from when I was watching before and then they have these like CGI like giants like coming out and there's like a sword pointing at the ring and all this stuff superimposed on the screen. I'm like, what is happening? Like, this is like a movie. But then AEW is still kind of has that, that I won't say low quality or uh, slap together, but it just seems kind of more what I identify with professional yeah, wrestling. I saw, I saw a comment once on a Facebook thread and he said, that in AEW, the matches tell the story. In WWE, it's the promos and everything else tell the story. He said, when I realized that, it it started making more sense to me because he's like, I was comparing, there are two different things. He's like, the matches are the stories in AEW. Like, they care, they tend to care a little bit more about the actual wrestling. Well, yeah, well, they said it, you know, WWE is sports entertainment. Well, there's that too. Yeah, they couldn't even call themselves wrestlers. Vince McMahon didn't want them to call themselves wrestlers, despite the fact that's exactly what they were. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not, if you email me and flame me, first of all, I'm not going to answer you. So <laughs> you know, don't waste your time. If in, in, in the, I'll, I'll put the email, the email be up on the website. You can reach us at info at, thelazytrain.com and we also used to have an email address was f-u-c-k-u at <laughs> thelazytrain.com and you know that's if you feel it felt like you needed to you know vent wrongly but you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're not we're not if you want to to email us with a with a legitimate question 
I love talking. I love and at this one. We didn't have any questions. Usually on my podcast, I have two or three questions that I'll, that I'll glean and find some good ones. And when this one releases, hopefully it releases, I'm going to, I've said Tuesday, I released that on my various social media outlets, but it's probably going to be Thursday, I believe. Um, but either way, it, it, it'll be out there. Email us. And I'm not this, I don't think this, we don't, I don't foresee us being able to do this as a weekly thing. We all have lives and stuff going on and you know it's you know, these things take a little bit of time but hopefully if, if it all works we can do a couple of times a month maybe you know figure it out maybe every couple of weeks kind of sort of depending but if you if you have a serious question and if you want us to address it you know we know everything between the three of us anyway <laughs> so you know you sure. can just Absolutely. Yeah, don't don't google email <laughs> Come here. that's right, right but here. um yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just you know, if if you have a promotion and you know, I what I plan on like I did with um at Pele Pro, I bought a couple of tickets and given away to somebody who emailed me to them and I'll probably do the same thing maybe with MPX. I'll buy a couple of you know, buy a couple of tickets, we'll we'll come up with a we'll come up with something I'll advertise it on Twitter. I'm sorry. X. X <laughs> on X and um you know, but if you have a promotion, degeneration <laughs> uh, X. Um, that's right. China, oh, that's China may she rest in peace. Yeah. That was anyway. We'll we'll talk about that another time. Um, if you have a promotion, and you know, email us. I would hell. I'll go if I can't go. Jim will go, or or Josh will go. We'll we'll review your product. You know, we're not a negative bunch. We we we're going to try to accentuate the positive now. That being said, if if it's rough, we're gonna have to call it like we see it. Because I mean, I'm 57, I ain't got to be nice for nobody. Except my wife, lost, so it's gonna be a rough a little while around the house. But um, oh yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they scored. Uh, oh, you scored with 15 seconds left mm. to go. Yes. Brutal. Boomer sooner. Boomer sooner. Brutal. Boom. JR, so happy right I'm now. I'm a Georgia fan. But if you got a promotion and you know you're interested, or you know you want us to show up there and we'll review your product, or you just, you know, we're I would like to go back to where I was interviewing wrestlers. You know, that was always fun to interview. I interviewed them a lot. Some of those probably did about 15 episodes, but a lot of them didn't make it on the air because of the little uh, dust up. I have on my sound engineer at the time and there's a whole bunch of, you know, legal stuff, but it doesn't matter. One day they'll get it breaking kayfabe. Look at you. Yeah, you're breaking yeah, kayfabe. You know. <laughs> bring in the backstage. <laughs> hey, I had, I, I had a gentleman who wrestled out of San Antonio email me and he wanted to do a kayfabe podcast. With me Same. or us, I guess at the time, and he's like, he goes, yeah, he goes, How, we could do it this way, and I'm like, dude, I would so do that. I said, you know, it just, you know, I, I could. I said, you know, he he told me exactly what he wanted to do, and it was, it was perfect. He was a face, and he was getting ready to have this, the, the triumphant of they call it like the triumphant of these three matches with him and this other guy, the heel, and he's like, you know, he says, me and you can be, you know, you can do in the podcast, and he could just break in. And you can say, well, I got a caller. And who the caller? And he can come in. And he can start trashing me. I was like, dude, I, I'm tired to do that all day long. I said, a kayfabe podcast? Yeah, I'm yeah. down, bro. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He said, I'll let you know. 
I'm still waiting. It's been a year and a half. So if you ever, you know, I don't know how the match came out. I don't know if you won the, you know, you won the triumphant of power or whatever the hell you were calling it. But uh, anyway, um, Josh, my son, Jim, thank you guys for taking the time. Um, Like I said, we'll post this. Let us know what you think. Again, if you're harsh, I'm going to tell you to go do stuff to yourself. Um, I appreciate the fellas taking time out. We're, we're talking about wrestling stuff we enjoy. We'll wait for your emails. We'll let you know when this episode's coming out. And thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you. for having us.